This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. We want to go straight to Italy and talk to Simona Mangianti Papadopoulos. She's a good friend of mine. She's somebody who the, the DOJ, for some reason, is going after. Her husband has been much maligned. This family has been through so much. But, Simona, you keep smiling. It's good to see you. How are you? Hi, Joe. Thanks so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to be on your show, mostly from Italy, which is also our common origins. It is, and you're, you're actually sitting not far from where my grandfather was from, so I, I love the, the whole connection that we have there. But you look, you look very happy. Are you having a good time in Italy? I am. I'm actually very happy to relax and uh, watch from far what's going on in the United States, which I'm still uh, completely into right now. Now, as a Russian spy, are you allowed to go to Italy? Well, right now, you know, I am an Italian spy, so <laughs> I've been upgraded and my, my country welcomed me. I, I, I want to give, give some people some background on this because people have been accusing you of being a Russian spy, which of course you're not. You're from Italy. Um, just because you have lighter eyes and, and many times blonde hair, I guess they thought it was a Russian accent. You don't sound Russian whatsoever, Simona. You sound exactly like my grandfather's accent and other people from Italy. But w- when that happens, how do you respond to that? I mean, do you even have to answer that dumb you know, allegation when they say you're from Russia? Well, unfortunately, not only had to respond to those allegations, but I had to confront myself with many people in the United States of America, including in the streets of uh, many cities, uh, Los Angeles, Chicago, they were actually uh, yelling at me, go back to Moscow, Russia's by. Wow. People uh, probably in Whole Foods, uh, supermarkets, anywhere. So as a stigma, uh, is a brainwash machine that uh, stick into people's perception of me as a Russian. Even those who don't think I'm a spy, they still think I'm Russian. This shows you how powerful is the fake news. Well, that's exactly right. If they set the narrative, people will believe it until you prove them wrong. And I'm sorry that you went through that, but you're strong enough that you went through it and, and you keep your head held high and you're still doing your, your fashion line, you're still acting, you're still interviewing people. But you're also somebody that the DOJ recently notified that you might have violated FARA, which is the Foreign Agents Registration Act, um, which is stupid. You were running for an office in Italy. It had nothing to do with, with controlling or pushing policy in America. I don't know how they made that connection. Has that gone away? Well, no, it's still ongoing. And actually, I didn't receive any notice of uh, archiviation, though my lawyer believes there is absolutely anything to add to his response. So um, I haven't been notified yet about uh, the response to my attorney, but my attorney made it clear that uh, my right, my civil right as an Italian citizen to run for office in my own country has absolutely nothing to do with any activity in the United States, mostly when there is absolutely no grounds whatsoever to make such allegations. Well, it's funny because you made a point with me last time that people in America, like I'm Italian, but I'm American first. 
I supported your, your, your campaign. I couldn't vote for you, though. I couldn't do anything for you. You couldn't do anything for me if you got the job. But because we're friends, of course, I wanted you to win. So uh, what was their allegation? They thought that you, were, you came on my show and on Dinesh D'Souza's show, and you somehow were trying to affect America by running in Italy? I didn't understand. Well, they, they thought I was somehow trying to influence uh, American uh, citizens, and particularly targeting Italian-Americans, uh, because I was running for office in Italy. Actually, I came uh, to the status of a public figure, whatever that means in America, because of them first accusing right. me of a Russian spy. So probably some people I was sharing with different talk shows about my journey in Italy, my political journey in Italy. So that's the fact that to you and other people show me support. Right. In particular, Italian-American absolutely doesn't qualify me for uh, FARA uh, registration because I never loved in America, never uh, was paid for my campaign in America, absolutely no ground whatsoever. So that's why you see me smiling because I, uh, from the side, I got accustomed to this type of insanity. Yeah. And from the other side, I believe I did something right because when they target you, it means that you had an impact. It in a positive is, way. It's <laughs> exactly right. You, ha, you, you have a positive impact, and you do every day. It's Simona, uh, Simona Maggiante Papadopoulos. Uh, on, on Instagram, is Simona underscore Maggiante underscore, right? Yes. Okay, so go and follow her there. She's a great follow, a uh, great post from Italy lately. They've been very, very nice as well. Now, I wanted to talk about Farah on this interview because we know that Hunter Biden probably is the most... He's the example, I think, the prime example of exactly what a Farah violation is. He is never registered as a foreign agent. He's not somebody who's ever registered that he was acting on behalf of Ukraine, acting on behalf of Russia, acting on behalf of China, acting on behalf of Romania. Even Kazakhstan is involved somehow. He's never registered for anything, and nobody's ever said that he's the guy. I mean, if, if you want to know what a FARA violation is, it's the son of the former vice president, current president, doing business dealings across the world and not telling anybody that he's doing it. 100% correct. I mean, like uh, Joe Biden, uh, Hunter Biden was uh, uh, selling access to United States, to country like Ukraine, and we recently know his father took money even from Romania. These people together are the primary example of breach of FARA uh, rules. These people are foreign agents in the extent that we have money that track their activity abroad and the way they use uh, your a country, your government, to basically sell your country to other country interests. So these people are the definition of foreign agents. Yet, of course, they go after a honest Italian citizen running for office in that country, never took a penny, a dollar for a campaign in America, of course, but not even in Italy. So it's just like a ridiculously um, a pretextus and that shows that everything they do when they activate those uh, institutions and do it a political end, which is a shame and uh, had as an effect that nobody believes in their investigations anymore. Nobody really cares. Well, that's true. They don't believe in it anymore because we know that they put they put uh, uh, Paul Manafort in prison because of FARA violations. Uh, they they tried to go after Rudy Giuliani for FARA violations, and now they want to go get you on a FARA violation. But I can't remember anybody on the left. Maybe you know. Has anybody on the left or in the Democrat Party ever faced such an allegation? I don't think so. No, but they master uh, the art of breaching FARA. So probably they're simply projecting. <laughs> That's why they're such experts in FARA. No, I, th- I think you're right. Every day. Well, it, it shows the two-tiered justice system, obviously. In Italy, do they realize that our justice system is broken in America? 
Well, right now, yes. I was actually today on an Italian show and they were uh, sharing this uh, opinion about uh, America that has never been weaker than now. Uh, if uh, anything Joe Biden accomplished uh, is to destroy completely the image of America abroad. And also the fact that experienced through an Italian citizen, me, this bunch of fake allegations and fake investigation toward one of them, uh, again, accused the first of being a Russian spy and then of being an Italian spy, they totally lost any respect toward your Department of Justice. Actually, a journalist, an Italian journalist, a prominent uh, newspaper uh, today said, that we can call America a democracy still. That's quite unheard oh, of. wow. That's, that's horrible. That's yes. horrible, but but you know what? They're smart. They're smart in Italy. They're smart in Europe. They understand what's going on. Here, the media is afraid to say what's really going on because they're on Joe Biden's side. They're on Obama's side. In Italy, in, in other parts of Europe, other parts of the world, they know they're laughing. I don't know if you've seen this out of Australia. Um, uh, the Australian journalists are going crazy about how weak Joe Biden is and how badly he's messing up America. So when it comes to our friendship with Italy, I know that, you, that Georgia Maloney is a great conservative leader. It, does she have good relationship with, with Biden? Do we know? Unfortunately, yes. So that's the only weakness of Italians at the moment that still pay much respect at the government level to the United States of America. But this can last forever. We need to understand how nefarious is also the impact of following Americans' lead when America is led by Joe Biden. Yes. So we should definitely uh, step aside and step back. And uh, to be honest, the only hope right now, once I saw all this uh, corruption unfolding and all this double standard of justice uh, revealing, is that uh, Trump will win again, which is still trust and hope. It is uh, Simona Mangiante Papadopoulos. She's coming to us from Italy right now, which is amazing. You know, why is the shot better from Italy than it is from L.A.? You look great. Thank you so much. I don't know. <laughs> Italian mozzarella food. <laughs> it's the Italian. And by the way, those who are watching, it's not mozzarella. It's mozzarella. You have to say it like this with your well, with your hand. Well, mozzarella is Napolitan. It's the southern right. southern accent. Exactly yeah, so right. It's a bit crazy. Mozzarella. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. All right, uh, uh, Simona. I want to get into uh, back back to what was happening yesterday. Very serious moment. I didn't expect this. I don't know if you expected it. I don't know if George expected it. But no. I'm wa- I'm watching the Durham hearing, and all of a sudden. George Papadopoulos' name comes up, and that directly affects you. That's your husband. And, um, and the honeypot comes up, and the Mitsud guy who set it all up, or whatever it was, comes up. And it turns out Durham didn't question anybody on this stuff. What you and George went through for all that time is they tried to, I guess, get him to turn on Donald Trump or something. And then you were dragged through the mud, and you're, you're some sort of a Russian spy. All of that, and the one guy who was investigating it, this guy Durham, he had the opportunity to really track down what happened, and he didn't. What did you think when you saw that? Well, I was absolutely disappointed that not only he uh, neglected to address the patient zero of the Russia hoax, which is Joseph Mipsud, but he also refused to uh, deliver basic answers about Azaratork. I know that Gates asked him was a real name. Okay, he said, I can't disclose a real name of an FBI asset. Okay, well, then disclose why an FBI asset is thrown to a Trump aide and during his campaign, because yes. this is a real question, you know. Uh, we can't really accept a uh, member of Trump campaign be spied on, set up by Honeypot or 
uh, met with the uh, people abroad, like just missed to do planted this uh, bomb just to uh, infiltrate and created right. a fake narrative uh, to a foreign citizen like Mipsud and not deliver any answer about that. Uh, now, just about Mipsud, I would like to remind your audience that I was interviewed as subpoena three times by the FBI, the Senate and the Congress to testify about my knowledge of this individual because at the time, uh, as you know, I used to work for the European Union and I used right. to know Mipsud before, so I was happy to collaborate with the American government and share with them my uh, understanding of this connection, which were uh, Italian, Western intelligence and Italian intelligence. Now, Durham yesterday repeated exactly what I said during my testimonies about him, but no other information was actually content with the fact that he couldn't find Mipsud at the time of his trip to Italy with Barr, and, you know, he didn't investigate any further. So why did he not talk to anybody else around Mipsud? Why did not truly wish to investigate, do you really want to make me believe that Italian foreign services could uh, locate Joseph Mipsud for in a such massive investigation while the prosecutor is actually uh, traveling from the United States to Italy right. specifically to find this person? This didn't add up and I don't trust Durham anymore. A couple of things, and, and I appreciate you saying all of that. Um, it's important for people to know that you, you were uh, not married yet to George at the time. Yet yeah. they, they tried to turn get you to turn on him or turn on Trump or turn on something. It was all very weird what they put you through for no reason. But what really bothered me about yesterday, and I think you agree with this, I, I understand not giving the the the, um, the undercover, you know, the agent's name. I, I get that. She would be in trouble. But to not go after the guy that set it up, to not sit down and question him and make him give real answers, it tells me, Simona, tell me what you think. I don't think they wanted answers. No, it's not. You know, I came to the conclusion that not only Mipsud was not found, but he's not wanted. Yes, <laughs> exactly know? right. It's crazy that somebody, some sort of connivance uh, into covering up whatever happened. Uh, because again, as I said, uh, once can disappear dead or alive, you know. So he's not wanted dead or alive. That's the reality. So it sounds like a song, but it's a reality. Well, no, it, it is a song, but it also is the reality. It's Simona Magiante Papadopoulos coming to us from Italy. Go follow her, Simona underscore uh, Magiante underscore over on Instagram. Um, they could have really made your life and George's life easier yesterday. They could have said, we found out what happened. Papadopoulos did the right thing. Magiante did the right thing. These people had nothing uh, to do with, with this uh, the, the hurricane, uh, crossfire hurricane investigation. Had nothing to do with uh, any, any, any dossier. Had nothing to do with steel. But they didn't. They, it, it's almost as if he spent four years or five years investigating this and millions of dollars investigating this, but he knew he didn't want to find out everything. That's what I took away from it. Totally. It was frustrating, and I really felt represented yesterday by Matt Gates, who did an excellent job. Yeah, Gates is great. He did an excellent job. I mean, like, I really enjoyed that moment. Uh, and I could see Durham was pretty much intimidated and embarrassed. Well, he should have been, because it was an embarrassing job that he did. Uh, Simona, let me ask you about uh, about the passing of Berlusconi. You went to Italy, and like the next day, Berlusconi died, or that night he died. Um, and, and he was a leader in, in Italy for a long time, very popular guy, did a lot of good things for Italy, but he, like Trump, was much maligned. People attacked him constantly. This scandal, that scandal, he's arrested this, kick him out of office, that. Uh, just reflect a little bit on, on him as a leader in Italy, and what are the comparisons to Trump? 
Absolutely, but Berlusconi's policies were outstanding. He was a self-made man, an entrepreneur, somebody who uh, collected during his lifetime an enormous fortune and uh, that uh, went into politics because of the love for his country to improve Italian economy. He really enforced also the image of Italy abroad during his uh, time as prime minister. But as like Trump, because he was an outsider, somebody who had the power of his own uh, achievements, yes giving strength, he has been persecuted so many times, has been uh, the victim of judicial persecution in Italy over the most uh, odd accusation. You know, they always throw the same type of uh, allegation, women, prostitutes or whatever, you know, taxes. We know the script is the same as I see with Donald Trump. What I care about is that now that Berlusconi uh, unfortunately passed away, his legacy uh, screams loud for the love that Italy as a country had for him. Of course, there are many leftists that are still hating on him, but nobody can deny what he did for Italy, what he did for our economy, for our country, and how much he created during his lifetime. And his time in politics were the time where Italy was at its peak, no matter what right. people say. I'm glad that you said that, and thank you for making the comparisons to Trump, because Trump and Berlusconi very similar in that they didn't need to have lobbyists hold them up. They didn't need money from other people. They didn't need central government to tell them how to act, and that's why they were hated by the establishment, right? Because they didn't they didn't take orders from the deep state in Italy exactly. or here. The biggest threat, because they were outsider, outsider that they could deliver an independent uh, way to save America, or in case of Trump, and uh, uh, Italy in case of Berlusconi. Look at what happened to the United States with Joe Biden. People that uh, uh, play the, our deep state, are ruled by the deep state, they are nothing but puppets with no will. That's how I see Biden. Yeah. And um, that's reality. I mean, that's absolutely the reality. But the legacy survival, these persecutions, and I just would like to see Donald Trump back in power because it's the only way America can recover to the bottom. I'm with you. No, I think you're absolutely right. Biden isn't running the place. The deep state is running it. The establishment is running it. And they keep on trying to go after anybody who would challenge that. It's Simona Magiante Papadopoulos. Simona underscore Magiante underscore over on uh, on Instagram. I know that it's late at night in Italy. I thank you for coming on with us. And let's do it again very soon, okay? Grazie mille, Joe. It's always a pleasure to be on your show. Thank you so much. And that cheers from Italy. Grazie mille. Gotcha. Nailed it, right? Okay. Thank you, Simona. We'll talk very soon. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Glad to have you. I appreciate Simona coming on from Italy. It's always very cool to have somebody come on internationally like that. And to get a reaction the day after 
she and her husband were mentioned in that hearing yesterday I thought was pretty important. And uh, also, you know, the people in Italy aren't playing around. I saw a talk show in Italy, Carrie, where they're speaking Italian, but I translated it on uh, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they're, they're even more, you know, unhappy about what's happening in America than I think m- many Americans are. Wow. And they're telling the truth in the media there, whereas I don't think the, the media's telling the truth as much here. That's always very interesting to see. So we're glad that she came on. Next hour is going to be Tracy Beans. And we've got a great interview with a former Navy SEAL in hour number three as well. Joe Pag Show. Coming right back. Stay here. Joe Pags.